Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. You're now tuning into the Who They Want podcast show. The show that does everything they don't. Real talk with real people. Let's go. Mwah. Yo, 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 podcast land. You already know it's another episode of that Who They Want podcast, Real Talk with Real People. And today I'm bringing on a fellow entrepreneur for this new segment going to be entitled Entrepreneur Thursday. We're bringing on Mr. Eric B to kind of give us some insight on the business and give you some tips on entrepreneurship life. And well, we're going to have a great show. So let the conversation begin. Man, I, I appreciate you uh, having me on the show. I definitely do appreciate you having me on the show, I, I must say. Uh, just, I don't know really to say, you know, anytime someone brings you on a show, you're always thankful because you didn't have to bring me on, but you did. So I want to say another thanks for having me. That's all, love. That's what we have to do is we have to network with people. That's the key to podcasting mm-hmm. is to network with people and, mm-hmm. you know, promote a brand and bring awareness to that particular brand. So, yeah, You're it's right always that. a pleasure to introduce new people to the lineup. You're right about that. You're right about that. You're right about that. So, um, so like you had said, when we talked about entrepreneurship and different mm-hmm. things, uh, I definitely want to. I guess touch on and give the 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 basis of everybody different type of steps because like in how I discuss on my podcast the life of times Eric I give everybody actionable steps that you could do today not five years from now not three seven eight nine months from now because God forbid you might not be alive but today and I think a lot of times we don't get actionable steps that we could do today in the sense of all right planning strategic understanding uh which direction are you going? A lot of times we have, we know what we want to do, but we have no idea how to get there. Or we don't, or we think that we can't get there because we look at our environment and see that no one else around us is doing it. So it can't be done. Well, all actuality, if we get on LinkedIn and we just start looking at what we want to do, we can run into people and meet these people because that's what LinkedIn's for that are doing what we want to do. And they want to help people who look like us or there's organizations that we can join. But a lot of times we might not know about that because I was reading something the other day. It says something like there's like 25 to 35% of the, you know, the millennial generation, whether it be minorities that aren't on LinkedIn and just to be able to start your career. And even though you may have not went to school or did go to school or got a trade or whatever, or if you're starting your own business, like being on LinkedIn is a good way to expand your business, grow people, meet up with people in your, in your, in your neighborhood, or just going to different meetups 
going to your chamber of commerce. And people don't understand that little small connections here and there can get you into places that you wouldn't even even believe to get you like deals, doors, or, you know, having like different type of jobs. And I think all this kind of boils down to the simple fact that when you want to be an entrepreneur or you want to go out to your own career job that you want, that are your dream job that you want, you got to kind of put yourself in certain situations or put yourself in the space so that you can be successful to have those things happen for you. But the main thing for that to happen for you to be successful is you got to get out there, have a plan, have an idea and be willing to go get it, you know. Uh, they they always say faith is the belief of seeing uh, is the belief of you know not seeing something but having faith in it. But also working with faith, you gotta you know be actionable. You gotta get out there and make things happen as well. You gotta put yourself out there. So I think you know being actionable and having faith are the things that you can't see will allow a lot of your entrepreneurship dreams, your career job, or whatever else that you want to happen to happen for you. Absolutely. And you made great points in that because I'm also on LinkedIn myself as a podcaster. Mm -hmm. And I've met with a lot of college grads, soon to be grads, Mm -hmm. a lot of people that's in big entertainment business. So as far as networking goes on an entrepreneur scale is the right angle that you would need to, you know, get through that diversity of different people to kind of meet and greet and launch a career path. So I'm definitely a big fan of that move. Yeah, you're, you're right about that because I don't think uh, there's a lot of, I feel like LinkedIn and there's like little different uh, apps or programs that we can use that can literally catapult our business or catapult your career and that are free to use, but we're not using them, you know, especially when it comes to certain people or, you know, certain situations where you feel like, what can I do to make myself, you know, have a higher trajectory or put myself down the road so I can network with people? Because a lot of times, I've realized while going to networking events, some people are just nervous. And then ever since COVID, some people are extra, you know, nervous in the sense where, mm-hmm. you know, some if, if you live in, in the South, you know, some people are, you know, 50-50. Some people are just like, it is what it is. And then some people are like, yeah, this is serious because they've known somebody that's passed away, which it is serious. And then some people just don't care. But at the same time, you got to do what makes you feel comfortable. And I say mm-hmm. all that to say, if you don't feel comfortable going outside, stuff like that, the LinkedIn works. The meetup works, virtual events work, but the thing of the matter is you got to just tap in. And I don't think a lot of times when I talk to people on their entrepreneurship journey or when I talk to them and they about the podcast or the, I give them the actionable steps that I've learned through my experience, you know, working at Fortune 500 companies and startups, a lot of people don't understand how to tap in and tap in into the network of being around other people that are like-minded like you or finding like-minded individuals that may be doing what you're doing in a sense like, like what I said earlier about the Chamber of Commerce, a lot of people don't realize if you go down to your Chamber of Commerce and you ask them different career things or like, hey, I want to do construction and I want to do engineering construction. The Chamber of Commerce will give you all the businesses in your city that do what you're looking to do and they'll be able to direct you to a name. And I guarantee if you contact one of those people and be like, hey, I'm looking to know more about this. Can I come and speak to you? I guarantee you somebody be willing to speak to you. Or if you're looking to do an internship, you can find one in your own area. But a lot of times we don't realize that's what the Chamber of Commerce is for. Or the simple fact that you can tap into different organizations, like, I don't know, NSBE, you know, engineering, journalists, like you said, podcasting, things like that. But you just got to get off your butt and be willing to, you know, go out there and make something happen for yourself. And I think that's with anything, podcasting, owning your own business, or going after your career. Yeah, and I think it's a key moment of us to kind of share that likeness to Mm -hmm. it. Like we have to be willing to kind of, you know, 
because there's no role modelism is what I'm basically leading around yeah. saying. So right. having that get up and go drive is a critical moment, especially if you want to talk on a minority level. Like oh, there's definitely. a lack of leadership when it comes mm. to I want to do something positive with my life. I want mm. to, you know, open these doorways and break generational curses and things like mm-hmm. that. So a lot of us are kind of uneducated on financial literacy which yeah. is something I'm being taught myself that I will, you know, I'll bring on one of my close friends who's teaching me now and mentoring me on it. I would love to get them on for a segment and discuss more about financial literacy so we can all be a part of that. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I know one group of guys that have a podcast, uh, they're called the black wealth Renaissance. They're mm-hmm. the cool guys. Uh, they, they talk a lot about financial literacy and they break it down to, like simple A, B, C in a sense where like they break it down so easy that you anybody can understand it. And that's what a lot of times we need because like you said before, when it comes to the minority community, a lot of us may have been grown up under parents that didn't have financial literacy or they sold mama's, big mama's house or they didn't understand that, you know, if I started saving today, I'd be good 10 years down the line because of compounding interest. Or if I was started at 529B, even if my child didn't go to college, you know, this could have been used for a trade or anything like that. And then all the cost is like 10 to $15 a month. And because of certain things like that, it hinders our generational wealth because, you know, like, oh, every time you look up something, there's always so many stats, like, you know, the minority community, 25%, 40% lacking when it comes to network or things like this. And I think all that all boils down to the end thing, end result, like you said, not enough people want to get out and lead. It's always about... <laughs> How do I say this? Leading in the wrong direction. Does that make sense? You yeah, know, a lot of people say are, strategically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are leading you in the wrong direction to do things you shouldn't be doing. And that's what that's what's glamorized, to lead you in the wrong direction to get locked up or have something happen to you or something to you or your family. Instead of leading you to be like, hey, if you don't even though you go to school and school's not for you, you can get a trade. There's lots of people who got a trade that make more than people that go to college. But it's all about finding out what what you're good at besides doing things that are going to lead you to, you know, put yourself at harm, put other people at harm. And I understand, you know, when you grow up, you know, sometimes you're a product of your environment and that's the type of things you see and stuff like that that happens. But at the same time, we all have big homies. And if a big homie could lead you in the right direction, it would make a difference instead of leading you down the wrong path, you know? And um, mm-hmm. I think about it, an example of, you know, DMX that passed away and I don't, I don't know if you saw his autobiography that had a little Rough Rider special on BET. He, <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he spoke about how, like, his, his big homie is the one that got him hooked on doing uh, crack. And it's, like, stuff like that. Like, the big homies got him on the addiction. You know, the big homie said he didn't, but, you know, why would he lie? Well, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Told. Like, this yeah, guy yeah. idolized him. Yeah, well, and... idolized, though follows your footsteps and the worst thing you could do to me is destroy me and i'm trying to help us win together (laughs) right and and it's stuff like that that's happening in our community where big homies or you know somebody else you know puts you in the wrong path that literally costs you know messes up your career messes up your life in situations like that instead of putting you on the path to be successful take care of your family help out your neighborhood things like that some big homies do but there's some that's not and a lot of times the glamorize of the big homies doing it gets overshadowed by the bad homies who do the wrong thing. So it's just kind of one of those type of situations that sucks because I know us as people, 
minorities, who no matter who you are, like we have great, great abilities, especially us, you know, in the African-American yeah. community. We have great, great abilities. We have great resilience. And I just like to see uh, more of it happen for us instead of, you know, always feeling like things aren't going our way or we're, we're not making good decisions or we're getting swindled by like different paperwork or things like that. I just kind of wish there was more things like we could do. And I say all that to say, like, we have to make our change. We have to make the difference because, you know, like Michael Jackson said, you, you know, if you want to see a change, you got to be it. So. I agree 100%. And it's just so much anger with it. Cause it's like, you want the change, you preach the change, mm-hmm. you practice it. You, but then when it happens in that very same community, where's all that talk of change when the destruction is happening in your community by your okay. own race of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can't yeah. be a two-edged sword with this situation. Yeah. And yeah. if we want to be bosses, but you don't have to, as T.I. would quote my favorite quote, you don't have to be a dope boy to have money. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship is not, oh, I got a car full of, you know, drugs, dope, whatever the case may be. That makes me an entrepreneur. No, entrepreneur is us. Look at our ancestors and our history. Mm-hmm. And we built this country ourselves from the ground up blood sweat and tears that's what entrepreneurship originated from not being afraid to take a chance on an idea that you drafted in your dreams and was like this is what i want to do with my life no you you, you're so right about that because entrepreneurship is i feel like it's always been in our bloodline from you know whether you be back in the day turning something turning nothing into something and like you said before like I think that's what the, the glamorized of being the baddest. Some people get glamorized on the, you got to be doing the wild lifestyle. You got to be doing drugs. You got to be mm-hmm. doing something, robbing, stealing, taking to be like, I'm an entrepreneur getting money. But all actuality, you could be coding. You could be having your own welding business. You could be having your own lawnmower business. You could be having your own iPhone, selling iPhone business, you know, not stolen, legit, you know, like fixing it, yeah. stuff like that, you know, things like that. But I think there's so much of, uh, that's not cool. That's not, that's lame. That's not, you know, hot or popular with the ladies. That ain't, that ain't cool around here. That to reality puts, dramatized yeah. now, commercialized. Mm-hmm. We got to stop being so small minded on yep. our abilities. We all can be those same great fashion designers that mm-hmm. we rock 24-7. We can be the next Michael Jordan. They keep saying there'll never be another Michael Jordan. Yeah, there'll never be another Michael Jeffrey Jordan because he done his moments. He had his glory yeah. days. Yeah. But there will always be another great athlete to yeah. lead the new generation. Yeah, you you so right. There'll always be another athlete. I mean, like you said, there were, after Michael Jordan, there was Colt. Then there was LeBron and whoever after him but i mean the K- kds of the world we can always be that and if you yeah. can't and if you can't hoop you can be the next i don't know steve jobs jeff bezos all, the, all that's possible Phil jackson there. somebody you know, like there's somebody. always a role yeah, for role. that particular <laughs> yeah robert johnson start your own network you know what I'm saying? There's, there's always a role for somebody where somebody could be but the problem is it's never glamorized to be somebody that's not the star because I think exactly. a lot of times, whenever you talk to people, it was always like NBA, NFL, God do one of them. But the people who cut the checks are richer than the athletes. See, but nobody thinks but, but, behind <laughs> the box. Nobody yeah, goes to the press yeah. box and go, I'm trying to be that guy sitting up there looking down on the field because he right. owns all this. He no, you want to be the guy putting your blood, sweat, and tears to retire with head injuries and joints you can't move before you're yeah. even 50. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, your shoulder messed up, your, your knees can't walk right, or things like that. Like, you can't even pick your kids up anymore because your whole back's torn up or whatever. Change. Like, we have to change the narrative of wanting to be a boss. Like, mm-hmm. a great saying was everybody wanted to be chief, nobody wanted to play the Indian. <laughs> yep, you're right about that. You're, you're so right about it. It's like, you know, being at your, your job, everybody want to lead, but ain't nobody want to follow. Or the people who want to lead don't understand that being a leader requires listening to other people, understanding the situations of what's going on. And I think, I think that all falls back, like you said before, about entrepreneurship and, and having your own business. And this is another thing that I realized, and I have to say this. I'm going to look right into the camera. It's okay if you don't want to be an entrepreneur. You're okay with just going to work. It's not for everybody. So when we speak about it, it's for people who have it in their heart. If you don't, there's no problem with being a marketing director and moving up and getting paid. Do what makes you happy, where you feel comfortable. Because if you get out there and do something that you're not comfortable with and you fail, don't blame us. You Absolutely need to not. do what makes you happy. Like <laughs> Seriously, and we preach that. Me and my co-hosts <laughs> preach that on several episodes. Because yeah. when you live life and you see it, every day whether it's nine to five or just Mm -hmm. you know working online either way it go you see some aspect of life where you just like that ain't for me yeah i didn't want that role like me being on an actual job suit and tie that wasn't my calling i just didn't see that for me so i was like hmm what can i do to make a difference but also still gross me some income i researched podcasting me and my partner jay tatted he was like man we got what it takes to really become the next master p I was like, really? It was like, yeah. I mean, think about Ooh. it. You ain't doing nothing but on a microphone telling people the same stuff they basically already go through every day. You just bringing awareness to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like slaying out the back of your trunk. Only difference is you slaying audios and downloads. I mean, it's just like marketing. <laughs> you got to get out there in the forefront, talk to people, pass out flyers. Hey, man, check out my podcast. Go everywhere. Just put your name out there more. It's almost like being another midday rapper from podcasting in the sense where you got to advertise yourself. I mean, I feel like that's what anything, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to advertise. And I, I say all that to say, the second thing, if you're going to have a business, be prepared to break bread. Because I think a lot of times people have entrepreneurship business or dreams and feel like, all right, I started my business. Now everybody come to me. And it doesn't work like that. It does not Preach, work like you tell the truth. <laughs> like literally, like it doesn't work like that. It's, it's, you got to, you got to, you got to, you can't, how do I say it? You can't reap without the sowing. You got to sow, 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 sow. Then the reaping will come. You can't, you can't reap it. And you're not even sowing out there or talking to people or putting your cards out there or doing or putting out a product that's great and people are, deal with it or rock with you. You know, you just can't expect those. All right, I'm online. Now buy from me. But exactly. You're telling the truth, especially with me and my business was like, I did it, I announced it. But then you're like, okay, ain't nobody moving on numbers. Promotion, putting that work in plays a key part into not just podcasts. I just use that because that's my forte. But just saying, if you, like you said, if you're going to stand at the if you're going to put a lemonade stand together and sit at the corner of your road, ain't nobody going to know you're selling lemonade until you put the sign up. Yep. For all they know, you just a guy sitting there with a picture on the table. You might be thirsty. It's hot. <laughs> that might just be your drink for the day while you chilling. Right. <laughs> you might just be hanging outside by yourself. I don't know what you're doing. I don't want to bother you. 
Like, like you have to put advertisement into whatever you're going to market off. Like people have to know what am I buying? What am I, what are you giving me? I used to say that all the time. Cause I used to be, when I was really like a DJ DJ and I was doing mix CDs and people would come up to me and be like, okay, what are you selling? I'm selling mix CDs. Well, what are on these CDs? And you have to code them a certain way for them to know, okay, this is all your hip hop. This is yeah. your blues. This yeah. is your R&B. This is your gospel. It was a lot when you're self-promoting yourself. You're like, man, it'd have been so much easier if I had a team of people to go out there work. But when you ain't really grossing that income, you can't put a team out there. Cause they gonna, nah. If they're going to go out there and do all your labor and hard work, they're going to come back like, okay, boss, man, we ready to get paid. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They are ready to get paid. And, and that's a, another thing, like you said before, about people want to run before they can walk. And they want to run out there and hire all these people. And they don't know how the next meal, next next check coming from. Now people looking at you salty because you don't hire them and you can't pay them. And that's how, a lot of, that's how a lot of friendships fall out. Or a lot of people come after you because you jump out there too early. When sometimes, like you said before, you were, you were thinking smart. Do it yourself until you're able to build up the income to be able to add on different people, add on different people and go from there, you know, especially around that mixtape game. Cause like, what, like, aren't, you're in Tallahassee, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So like, cause my, my brother went to fam. Okay. So my brother went to fam. So I remember that whole mixtape scene, like around like 2000s and stuff like that. It was heavy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that was yeah. around the time when T-Pain was coming through and things like that. And it was a big was deal in the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. was and I was on the scene at every event trying to sell, sell, sell. People hit me up on social media, like trying to locate me. And I'm like, this is a lot. When you're a sole proprietor, yeah. you got to look at it. I'm doing all the engineer work. Yeah. I'm putting the playlists together. I'm yeah. burning them. I'm yeah. buying my inventory of the CDs and yeah. markers and yeah. putting a poster together. Like I'm out there slaving and you go, you come home thinking, the work is still done for you. And you realize you got to start all over again for the next onslaught. That was a lot in my all, day. Uh, all over. Then on top of that, if you DJing too, you got to go out to the event. And then they be like, yo, man, you got CDs with you? You got to have the CDs with you. Then you lead, the, you lead the event. Hey, man, I want to buy some more CDs. Because I remember um going out there, I think we went to the moon. This is the moon? Yep. Yeah, we were going to the moon, and the moon was just so... It was lovely. It was lovely. I'll say that. So shout out to fam, Tallahassee. It was lovely. It was just, but that was just like the scene. Everybody would just be packed, parking lot pimping, be hanging in the parking lot, playing the music, selling stuff like that. So it's a lot of work if you're thinking about it, like in the sense where that's every day, every day you got to be on because somebody, you never know, you can be at the gas station someone see, and they got some titties on you. Like, right. <laughs> it's a con and that's what made me kind of step away from that business. Mm -hmm. It was just it was a lovely business and I loved making the money. Like the money yeah. was the oh, problem. Yeah. I had and it wasn't about money, it was the love I had for it, but it got too fast for me to where I was like, okay, I ain't getting no risk. I'm getting calls eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Like I need this done, need this done, need this done. <laughs> then my computer went to acting up. So then you got to go spend more money trying to buy, get a new computer. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's time to find something different. I love yeah. it. Technology has advanced now. So everybody yeah. was like, oh, I got Pandora. I got Spotify and all these mm -hmm. things. I'm like, so that killed my business all around. Got a yeah. couple of the older generation that still love their CDs though. Oh, he yeah. might message me once in a blue moon and be like, hey, bro, do you still do the the CDs? And I'm like, 
I don't, but for you, you I'll do I it. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the crazy part is um I got a uh well not a I remember I had a 96 Impala, uh like the SS before I Classic. sold it. Classic. I had to sell it and like gas yeah, got too high, I ended up having to sell it. But I used to ride around and play CDs in it. Like to this day, like I have another car, I have a CD player and I still listen to CDs. They I think it's weird, and I, my, my nieces and them think it's weird, my cousins or whatever, but I still listen to CDs. It just brings back that old memory of slapping through that, that, that big old CD book and looking at it and being like, man, this is, this is how it used to be. And it's crazy because when I look at the CDs, it makes me think about life and business because- They connect. Were, they connect because you were able to get out the way before it got too late because a lot of people thought the way was never going to end and they put so much money into that CD game. So when the Napster and all of them took off and they never saw the times that things changed, they lost a lot of money. But since right. you were able to get out early, you were like, whoa, let me not put no more money and find something else and pivot so that when the game did go down, you're like, shoot, I've already pivoted, pivoted out. And that's how life and business is. You got to be able to see the next incoming wave and know when to move and not to move. Absolutely. And that's what inspired the entrepreneurship for me to go to a next level because it was like, okay, what are you going to do? But now that I always had this boss's mentality, like right. my mind was whatever I'm going to get into, like I'm going to own it. I used to yeah. be like, I'm going to own my own business one day. They're like, well, what are you going to name that business? Just know it's going to be a business. Yeah. It might be <laughs> a plethora of things in this shop. Right. Because I used to work with uh, my cousin. He used to have a, well, he still has a detail shop, you know, cool, here cool, in, cool. in the town. So when I was out there with him, I would, of course, be the music on deck for people getting yeah, their yeah. car wash. Like that was a plus win for me. You get your car wash and great music. Oh, it was man, a two in one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but then that business, like I said, once the once people pull up and they go, oh, no, bro, I'm not interested. My car has a built in Wi Fi. I just plug my phone in. Or I put it on this flash drive. And then you go, yeah, well, yeah. ain't no sense of me, you know what I'm saying? Not not degrading your business, but ain't no sense of me still coming up, waking up out of my bed to yeah. come up here to do my part. And right. I'm not grossing no income. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. That, that. That's when that whole era of the, the Napsters and the Spotify's and Pandora. Pandora, Pandora kick in and stuff like that. You're like Apple yeah, Music, Apple Music. You know what I'm saying? You're like, whoa, what is this? I still remember, like, I still remember just seeing Napster and it, it was crashing computers and people were downloading those MP3s and just being like, this is it, this is it right here. <laughs> and it's crazy because I had a market plan for that, like right before it did really got to where it's now it was like i was gonna be the guy that would go and buy i was like what if i get a bunch of mp3s but multi-colored load them up with music and then sell people the mp3s with music already loaded tool which was a great idea but yeah. then people don't want to pay you your price they're not gonna want to pay you for nah. the labor and nah. then you might put something on a they might not like and then they coming back at you with, you sold me this device and it had a bunch of songs that my children shouldn't be listening to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, that they never want to pay you what you worth. That's why it's called a job, just over broke. You know, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you get paid, but you won't ever really feel like you're getting worth. Like like you said before, Master P. Master... But I don't want to lose anymore. Mm. 
I think I've sacrificed me enough for others. A lot of people know. N-C-H-I-Z-E. Go on 89 Franchise Music on YouTube. Google me everywhere. I'm on all platforms right now. You did? Uh. <laughs> you did. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been Real Talk with Real People on Who They Want Podcast. We out, ladies and gentlemen. You Ain't did. my time, boy.